Hello, I'm Jonathan Scott, and welcome to On Air Education, a program dedicated to helping our teachers, students, and parents with both distance and blended learning. This is our 20th episode of On Air Education, and today's topic physical education. Before we introduce our guests, I've got a couple of free resources to share with you. The first is called FAFSA. Uh, for short, and it stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid. Students may qualify for up to $6,400 in tuition grants, and to apply, we suggest that you meet with a school counselor or look up Pell Grants and FAFSA. Our next federally funded program is for a free Android phone and free broadband service to help families with distance learning. So whether it's you or you know a family that might qualify for this program, you can accept either the phone and the broadband or just the free broadband service if you want to use your existing phone. To see if you qualify, visit the website at freephone411.com. There's no strings attached. The shipping is free. The website is freephone411.com and simply Google FAFSA to apply for student aid and uh, it's F-A-F-S-A. Now on with our show and we're thrilled to introduce you to our guests uh, and happy to call them friends. Jeffrey with a G Kramer uh, is in studio, my Vegas nonstop radio co-host for the last 10 years, sports enthusiast, Jeffrey with a G, Jeffrey Kramer. I used to watch Friday night fights with my dad and my grandpa when I was young. I've been a boxing fan ever since. Is there one match that stands out in your mind as like the best fight you ever saw? That's a great question. I mean, there have been some unbelievable fights over my lifetime. I grew up in the 70s in Canada and I moved to Boston when I was 12. Growing up in Boston, that middleweight division during the 80s with Marvin Hagler and Duran and the Hitman and Sugar Ray, some of those fights were the best I've ever seen. And then as I got a little older, when Mike Tyson hit the scene, every one of his fights was must-see TV. And he even has a video out now that's like him dancing around. Unbelievable. He's so fast. He's unbelievable. Um, I guess one of the best fights I saw was when he bit uh, Evander Holyfield's <laughs> ear. That's something that you don't see every day. He was uh, hungry. Yeah, and then there was another fight at Caesars where I think a guy parachuted Man. down and hit the... Man. Yeah, Man. and went right into the ropes, and he they beat the you-know-what out of him. Yeah. But uh, there have been so many great fighters and fights that have taken place over the years. Uh, there's so many to remember. Yeah, our next guest, Joe Magoni, in studio, adding some frontline experience in training students in physical education. Uh, Joe, 15-year uh, Clark County School District PE and Health, K-12 through educator and state wrestling official, two-time Las Vegas Raiders hometown hero recipient and wow. avid outdoor enthusiast, currently at Mac Middle School PE teacher, Mr. Joe Magoni. Joe, what do you have to say? Wow, wow. I forgot I sent you all this. That sounds, <laughs> sounds a lot better coming out of your mouth than it does mine, that's for sure. Uh, um, no. how, how often do your students participate in physical education in middle school? In middle school here in uh, Las Vegas, uh, they participate in sixth grade and eighth grade, and they get it for one semester. So it would be the equivalent out of the three years that they would be in middle school, only one of those years for one period, which would be about 45 to 50 minutes. Ah, I got you. In my opinion, not near enough. They come out of uh, physical education in elementary school where they're getting it twice a week for only 50 minutes, but they're getting that at least four or five years. So I uh, definitely feel that uh, physical education, I'm very, very, very excited that you guys are bringing this topic to this uh, programming uh, on your 20th episode. Uh, physical education is something that means a lot to me in my life. Uh, as well as I think as it's impacted probably everyone sitting in this room and also on our call today too as well. 
Our associate producer, Carol Adams Atari, said, why don't you get somebody to talk about nutrition? And I said, I got just the guy. Joe Reck balancing out our panel, uh, nutritionist and the owner of FitMealsForYou.net. Uh, Big Joe, you have the honor of helping train, and you, you conditioned the fifth. Uh, well, you you say what uh, a bodybuilder? <laughs> uh, how did you you know? How did that in, in twenty five words or less? Uh, what ten fruits and you know what? What do you recommend people do first of all for middle school students? Uh, pretty much just keep it simple. You know, nothing. Uh, stay away from your fast food, which is a very hard thing to do nowadays, especially with the way society's kind of uh, bringing everybody up into it. Um, it just keep it really simple. Stay away from the sodium, the sugars, or whatnot. The really sad thing, like our friend was saying, with the physical education being kind of slacked off, it's kind of blows my mind away how out of shape the society's becoming, especially with the younger generation. Um, everybody wants to stay in front of the TV and just chill out. Not, not a real nobody's playing like ball or boxing, going to the gym or anything like that. And nutrition is about eighty-five percent of that. If you're not eating right. You're going to reflect it the way you look in the clothes, how you hold yourself, your overall personality, your mental functionality, stuff like that. What up for adults and for seniors? Seniors extremely important. I'm actually doing some stuff. I've actually uh, do quite a few deliveries of senior living. People want to take good uh, care of their their uh, parents who are living, uh, obviously while while they're living. Um, it's just like I said, just keep it simple. It's everybody's nowadays kind of bent on the price and whatnot. It's very cost effective. It's uh, cheaper than going off, if you ask, if you ask me. Right. Now we first met uh, Ray Boom uh, Boom Mancini uh, at the Cigar Craze, and recently at his recent induction into the Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. Ray Mancini, best known as Boom Boom Mancini, is an American former professional boxer who completed professionally who competed professionally from 1979 to 1982, and who has since worked as an actor and sports commentator. Held the WBA lightweight title from 1982 to 1984. Uh, Ray inherited his nickname from his father who was also a boxer, Lenny Mancini. Ray, can you hear us okay? And where are you? I, I hear you good. I hear you good. That was a wonderful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> so your dad was a boxer. So did he start you boxing when you were, how old were you when you started training? Well, I started training when I was 15. I always wanted to be a fighter, uh, but I knew that going to fight in the Golden Gloves, you had to be 16 years old. So I started training at 15. When I started training at 15, found out they had the Junior Olympics, which I didn't know about. A friend of, uh, a friend of uh, my father's was going to take a young fighter up there, and he said if I wanted to go with him, I could, I, you know, I could compete. And so that's what I did. So I competed in the Junior Olympics in Cleveland, uh, 1976. I was 15 years old, and um, I won to Cleveland, and then I went to the district in, in Detroit. And um, I fought there, and, and I lost the championship fight there. But see, when you're an amateur, everything's to do with experience, of course. So I was my sixth amateur fight, and I fought a guy who had over 100-something amateur fights. So, of course, he won the fight. But uh, and then from there, in the following year, I, I went into the, into the, uh, to the Golden Gloves and fought the Golden Gloves locally and moved on to nationals and stuff like that. Now, to further talk about the sport of boxing and the rigorous training it takes to step into the ring, we're truly honored to have the former New York State Boxing Commissioner and producer of his own popular podcast, Commissioner Randy Gordon. Randy, what's the name? Is it, is it Ring Ring Time with Randy or Randy Ring? What, what's it called? Uh, I do it all. On Facebook, I got this Randy's Ringside on Sirius XM. I'm with Jerry Cooney. 
who is so sorry that he couldn't make it tonight. He wanted to be here with us. Uh, but you know what? I'll get him back on. I'll, I'll belt the bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody joining us. We're going to get deep into the education because I know everybody's got some opinions about what should be taught, what shouldn't be taught, uh, how we can get our kids a little bit more active and eating properly. And, and Joe's going to show us some of the food that he brought with and, and what his company does. So uh, we're going to take our first commercial break, and hopefully he'll take advantage of, of the free phone 411.com and some of the other programs that we're talking about today. So, Ian, if you're ready, let's go to the first commercial break. We'll be back in 90 seconds. Fit Meals for You offers over 40 custom meals, including vegan meals or keto meals delivered fresh to your door. Owner Chef Joe Reck has worked with professional athletes and bodybuilders for over 25 years and knows what it takes to cook a healthy meal that tastes great. Fit Meal for You's fried chicken is one of the best in Las Vegas. Visit Fit Meals for You at 2101 South Decatur, just north of Sahara, or order your meal online and get it fresh to your door today at Fit Meals number four on letteru.net. Fit Meals for You, healthy has never been easy. Hello, I'm Jonathan Scott with some important news to share with you. More than 34 million Americans are qualified for free wireless, internet, and phone service and just don't know it. Through our relationship with TrueConnect, we're able to offer qualifying families free voice, text, data, and an Android smartphone. The free smartphone and service are both shipped completely free to eligible recipients. To enroll, please visit our website at freephone411.com, freephone411.com. And that was just a little bit of our guest, Ray Boom Boom Mancini, in the ring. So we're going to open it up for the panel and talk about physical education, where it was, where it is, where it's going. And, uh, gee, I, I appreciate everybody here. Ray, thank you so much. Commissioner, thank you so much for joining us remotely. Uh, but I'm going to start with our, our PE teacher. And, and, Joe, I'm going to ask you, what types of physical activities do your students participate in in PE class. Yeah, in a usual semester unit in, uh, in my physical education course, we usually do a lot of team sports, uh, you know, with the professional sports that we have here in the Valley. I think it's important to try to make those connections with football, basketball, hockey. Uh, involved in those, we'll also have the fitness activities. So we usually begin and end uh, the semester in various fitness activities, fitness testing, such as uh, pacer run, push-up, sit-ups. We don't assess any of that for grading. Um, and then by the time they, you know, I teach sixth grade, and by the time they get into eighth grade, there's definitely more of a focus on the on the canvas coursework where they dig a little bit deeper into the theory and the strategies of the games. So I would like to say that my classes in the sixth grade get a lot more movement than uh, other classes do in the Vegas because I do have a high rate of uh, introducing stations where students are constantly always have a piece of equipment or always doing something because if, if not, you're going to lose their interest pretty fast. And I know you feel strongly about combat sports being taught. We've had this conversation. I mean, wrestling's been around forever. However, boxing and MMA is, is really uh, frowned upon. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very excited when this opportunity presents itself to come and have this discussion. I know that this year we uh, currently uh, attempted to start a boxing club after school, and uh, it was completely funded. 
through uh, through a program a teacher at our school had written up a grant for it. We had all the money, we had everything in place, but when it came down to it uh, with our district having a site-based policy, it was up to the administration who was on board, but we took it to the school SOT, which is an organizational team of different officials and different school members and parents, and the school SOT uh, didn't agree with uh, the fact that we were going to be using boxing as teaching our kids to fight, so it was actually turned down. And uh, even though we had put together all types of presentations and, and highlighted all the positive benefits of it, it just seemed like one person's mentality that combat sports and uh, aggression doesn't belong in the physical education or in the school setting. Jeffrey, with a G. Was that their primary reason for shooting down the, uh, the ask? You know, it was difficult in that meeting when we were presenting so much of the positive um, aspects that boxing would present to our students that we were really kind of blindsided that we didn't know that anyone would come in with such a negative approach on uh and again the only statement that i can clearly recall was the fact that so we're going to be teaching our kids to fight commissioner gordon you and i had this conversation over the phone the other day and you feel strongly about this as well correct Question yeah, about lost. it. I yeah, mean, we lost the beat. No question about it. <laughs> I mean, as soon as Joe started talking about it, that that they had planned for a boxing team in school, I said, great. But here comes the but. It always takes one or two parents. And if they only would understand, it's not that the boxing is going to make these kids um, evil or anything like that. The boxing will give them more discipline than they've ever had, get them into shape like they've never been into shape. I just don't understand the mindset of some of these parents and, and board members. And Ray, you could certainly speak to this as well. When you started at 15 years old, I mean, I, you know, it's always been the opinion that, that boxing uh, is, you know, keep the kids out of the trouble, get them off the streets and, and keeps them away from joining gangs. Well, you know, even when my kids were in high school, I had brought it up. They went to high school in Santa Monica, California, and I brought up starting a boxing program. And of course, same thing, uh, they shot it down. And I said, wait a minute, why? why? Said, well, we, insurance. I kept saying about insurance. I said, it's the same insurance that kids are playing football with. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. That all you got to do is get parents to sign a waiver. They can do it. Start a boxing club. I said, that doesn't mean they're going to spar anything, but they, they, they do a boxing workout. And maybe down the road, uh, at the end of the year, maybe they could do a, 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 you know, we could do matches with the big gloves, the headgear, and the whole bit. And they said, and they turned it down. I said, but yet these are the same people that football, <clears throat> all American sport, where you got 11 guys trying to tackle one guy, break his legs, break him down, <laughs> smack each other's heads, and everything else that goes on. That's the all-American sport, right? Yet two men in a ring, one against the other, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, challenge each other against the other man, same weight class, yet that's very, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's primitive. It's a primitive sport. So I don't understand these people who, who have make these comments. And just like, the, you know, my Joe was saying that these people are, are talking about, well, you know, it's brutal, you know, you only take that one or two parents, but yet it's the same parent who's, who's you know, jumping on the chairs and standing up when, in a football game when one guy's getting, you know, smacked around and tackled by 11 guys. 
So I never understood it. We tried to do it, but now look, now this past year, I went to the high school. I said, can we start a boxing program? And thank God, the guy said, I don't see why not. He said, Ray, if we get enough people, guys to sign up for it, I'm all, I'm all in. You come in, you help out. I said, I'll get somebody to train them. He said, look, they got Cincinnati, Cincinnati Molar, which is a big football powerhouse. They have a boxing program. So does the team. I'm actually going to speak March 4th. I'm going to speak in, in Rochester, New York. They have a high school there, St. Thomas Aquinas, that has a boxing program. And they do these they, they do these boxing matches against Molar and a couple other high schools. If we can get that locally, it could be a big thing. And again, very supervised, big gloves, headgear. It would be a wonderful thing. But more than anything, Randy alluded to it. It's the greatest character builder I know. It helped make me the man I am. It's a character builder. It builds confidence. It built not only conditioning, oh, yeah. but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You get all your aggression, everything you out in the ring, out in the training. You don't have to try to be a tough guy at school or anywhere else. You get it out in the gym. And normally you got guys that normally wouldn't say hello to each other in school. Maybe a guy who's like, you know, he's, he's a bookish type of guy. He's, the, you know, he's a very nerdish type of kid. And you got the guy who thinks he's everything. And yet when they're in the gym, they come together and, and, and after, you know, they, they form a friendship. So what I'm saying is it has so many more positives than negatives. Yet the parents or the school administrators or people just don't get it. And they keep knocking it down every time. Well, I, you know, I'm going to open it up to the panel, but, you know, I, I, Carol also wrote, you know, teens spend so much time on their phones and their laptops. How would you describe the overall physical fitness of your students? Are they are they getting enough, you know, uh, uh, physical fitness? Um, what, what's the fitness level of your students? You know, we don't have the current data from the CDC right now, but we all know that across the nation, you know, one third of our population was rated obese to begin with, one of the most obese countries in the world. Uh, by the time the data catches up, I'm sure it's only going to grow worse due to the, you know, the quarantine and the isolation. I can tell right now that on a daily level of the students their physical activity levels very minimum and if it's not for you know these programs where they're involved in after school programs and physical education cheer basketball some of the communities that you know i work in the community where you know we're very fortunate to have some programs like that around but some of the communities don't have and the school is the primary function of the students 90 percent of their physical activity let's go to nutrition a little bit joe yeah uh <laughs> Nutrition is obviously a big part of it, but I wanted to address something real quick on the whole how that got kiboshed. I, and, I, and physically, you look like you've gone to hell, really. Yeah, no, I've, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm eating burgers and McDonald's and that stuff all, all day long. Uh, uh, I don't understand the whole teaching kids how to fight. I think it's a good thing to be in a controlled environment with professionals because you have these kids on these stupid video game shooting each other beating the crap out of each other and they try it on on themselves and kids are getting hurt some are getting killed so why not direct that energy in a controlled environment apply it get that cooped up frustration out in a controlled environment instead of sitting in your bedroom or living room where mom and dad are happy watching you shoot somebody on the video game or beat someone up and it's they have no idea what's reality and what's not it's a really especially in that age in that age is um well, I was I was going to comment on something that Ray said that I thought was brilliant in that if they accept the program and let the kids do it, and then on an individual basis, parents can or, 
if they don't want to sign the waiver, they don't have to sign the waiver. This is not about insurance, to his point, given his his football comment, because we're obviously covering enough insurance for the football players. The other thing about what I love about boxing, and I was a wrestler in high school, is that when you're in the ring with another person man-to-man, it gives you the confidence. It, you, you understand different things about yourself and your opponent. You learn that hitting someone else is serious and using headgear and big big gloves and other safety measures, no one's going to get hurt doing this. It gets the kids out there. It gets them exercising. It keeps them focused mentally. It's good for everything. And uh, one more time, if you, uh, if you or you know a family that could use a free phone or free broadband service and they just maybe are a little short on funds, we invite you to go to freephone411.com and have them apply uh, easy peasy. And uh, we're going to take another short break and we're going to come back and, and look at some of the, the food and the prepared meals that Joe, Joe has, uh, has brought in to show us. Back in 90 seconds, stay right where you are. Fit Meals for You offers over 40 custom meals, including vegan meals or keto meals delivered fresh to your door. Owner chef Joe Reck has worked with professional athletes and bodybuilders for over 25 years and knows what it takes to cook a healthy meal that tastes great. Fit Meal for You's fried chicken is one of the best in Las Vegas. Visit Fit Meals for You at 2101 South Decatur, just north of Sahara, or order your meal online and get it fresh to your door today at Fit Meals number four on letteru.net. Fit Meals for You, healthy has never been easier. Jonathan Scott, we're back with On Air Education. And Joe, tell us about the food that you brought today. Uh, I brought a, a little bit of a selection for you guys. It's actually the most popular ones that people are selecting. Um, the meals, again, have no preservatives. Everything is cooked. When it's ordered, it's all guaranteed to be fresh. It's healthy portions. Um, I do have quite a few students or kids that do purchase it. They don't realize it actually tastes good because we do custom where if they want any kind of seasoning on it, we'll do that. But we use it with organic type of seasoning or as all natural as possible. So you don't want the sodium and stuff like that because that also can make them lethargic, not as energy, and don't want, to, don't, don't want to be as active as they should be at that age, in my personal opinion. Um, also, too, I came up with a fried chicken that you've actually tried. Um, it's a healthier version. It's all organic, whole, uh, all white breast meat. Uh, the batter is custom. It's my own family recipe. Um, the chicken's marinated in a, a water-based a seasoning. Um, it's been voted Chicago's best chicken for the last 40 years. Um, <laughs> I only know the recipe with one other person and he's no longer involved. Yeah. Um, but when everybody tastes it, they just can't. Well, you've, you've had it. It's uh, meals4u.net prepared meals. Now, Joe, you're all fired up, but during the commercial break, you've got plenty to say here. Joe Magoni, take it away. What You've got something for the commissioner. You've got something for Ray. <laughs> well, you know, Joe, again, is bringing up a very valid point about the importance of nutrition 
and the balance of it. And I think that they're just not finding that. And when you get these students involved into programs such as boxing and after school sports, you start to give them some of these regimens and these balances. And these kids just don't have these in their lives. You know, they're two or three parents are, you know, living in their house homes and they're all working. And sometimes the meals come and go. Sometimes even just the school meal itself is one of the most uh, important nutritional aspects that they have. So uh, just real quick, I want to give a shout out to my Mavs at uh, Jerome <laughs> Mack Middle School and my administration, Miss James and Miss Garba and uh, Miss Applin are absolutely amazing. And by the way, we're 100 percent on board with what we were talking about. That's great. Commissioner, let's let's throw to you. Let's get a final uh, wrap up if we can on boxing as a sport. Again, I, I, I said before, boxing, it's not, it's not for everybody, but the workout of boxing, and I'm so into talking about these kids. Look, I got 12 grandkids, 12 of them, and it all starts at home with the diet and everything else. And my five kids who have given us the 12 grandkids, they have basically stressed diet and workout. Uh, one of my, I wear this watch that counts the steps. And I do about 12,000 steps a day, which for some people is a lot. Some people, maybe not too much. My grandson, two of my grandsons who are eight and nine, they put in about 25 to 30,000 steps a day because they're always running around in school, you know, working out and this and that. Diet is so important. Working out is important. And you can get a great boxing workout on the bag, the speed bag jumping rope and everything else and it's a fun workout i really wish i could just touch everybody and get them <laughs> to try a few minutes of a boxing workout i do too ray boom boom mancini final thoughts let the kids do it let them learn self-respect <laughs> let them learn self self-reliance self-discipline all the things that taught me to be the man that i am i learned it from the ring as well as my parents but you learn so much in the ring, self-reliance. I mean, you learn about yourself, who you are, what you are, how far you can push yourself, how far you can push your mind and your body. You it helped make me the man I am. And when I was done with the gym, I didn't want to go out and try to be a tough guy in the classroom or in the street. I focused, and anybody can focus. If you have the discipline to go to the gym and concentrate on a workout, you have the discipline for the classroom. Studies have shown the kids that are involved in sports, combat sports, they they thrive. Not only they thrive, they strive and thrive in the classroom. Let the I wish kids we, do it. I wish we had more time because it's a hotbed topic. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Commissioner, former Commissioner Randy Gordon, and you, you're doing something. The commissioner and the coach or something. I, you got something going on. Ringside with Randy and also in Ring Magazine. Ray Boom Boom Mancini, thank you so much. From Youngstown, Ohio. Joe Reck of FitMealsForYou.net. Joe Magoni fighting the good fight in the front lines with our kids. Jeffrey with a G, thanks for coming in and hanging out. I, I wish we had more time to talk about everything. Carol Adams-Satar, thank you so much for helping us with our research and our question. If you've got more information or more questions or something you want to reach out to me about, um, you could you could get me at news1lasvegas at gmail.com. Please try and take advantage of the free phone offer. It's freephone411.com, freephone411.com. Thank you, as always, to Ian and Amanda here at Show Creators. And as always, Jonathan Scott reminding you to eat well and party hard, my friends. Thanks for watching.